Hello, welcome to our Sunu Kanam Sunu Kado podcast. I am Fatundur and I'll be the host today. And we have Irama Nyasi, the son of late Dauda Nyasi, a victim of enforced disappearance. Irama is going to tell us his story of what happened to his father. Welcome, Irama. Yeah, I was 11 years old when I lost my dad. My father disappeared. We didn't know where he went to, so we was in the village. We was three in numbers, so two of them was dropped out from school. So we was there, you know. It's too difficult for us to, you know, achieve what we need because he was the one who who used to support us, and then you know. <laughs> I know it's very difficult to talk about these things. And so you take your time whenever you're ready to go again. So, you know, it's crazy because my father, the time he came back, he was the one who was, you know, supposed for, uh, for the family. He, he already built a house, but the house was not complete. So right now, and then, you know, we face many difficulties. We face many difficulties during those days. So do you remember what happened on the day that it came? I know you were 11, but were there any stories that, was, that were told about what happened? How did they get to him? Yeah, I can remember, like, the first arresting, you know, there was, you know, there, there was a pickup. We come to the house. They take him alone. So he was there. Then he came back. Then second arrest. Then he came back again. Then he went for a, a trip, a timber trip, to the combos. There was the day we don't we did not set our eyes on our dad. Okay. So we was there until uh, the time Yajame stepped down. Is the time I realized that my father was not alive. So. Then I went to look for my mom in Liberia, but it was difficult to, I couldn't find them. Then I came back to the Gambia. So fortunately, we have a link with them. And at the time we communicate with them now. Thank you. So when they came for your dad, you were only there with your siblings. Your mom wasn't there. It was just you and the two other siblings. Yeah, my mom, the time we was coming to the Gambia here, my mom did not come alone. He did not bring our mom to the Gambia, so we came. I, I, I came with my younger brother, so we met our elder brother here. So he took us to the village, then we was there. But it was so hard, it was so hard for us, it was so hard. Yeah, it was so hard, you know. So would you say um, that your dad disappearing had an effect 
on your finances because I'm, I want to believe that he was the breadwinner in the house and you people were very young. So what happened when he was gone? How did you guys survive at home? It was difficult. Yeah. Still now, the house is there, but it does not complete. So... It's crazy. It's crazy. We, we couldn't. We did not believe that. Like our our father is is not alive. Still now, I did not believe it. But you know, everything we give it, give to the hand to God. So it's not easy. Yeah. Okay. So did at the time he was going, um, you were eleven. So I'm guessing you were in school. Were you able to complete school, and what other grades were your older brother and your younger brother? Did it affect your going to school? Yeah, it affected us a lot because my elder brother he was dropped out from school, and my younger brother too. He also was dropped out from school. There was no support for us to go back to school, so we just dropped out like that, you know. And then our stepfather, he he did not have the power to sponsor us for our school fee because he's not working. And then he too, he's not feeling well. He have a ear problem, so he can do he can do that work which you know that you know he he can help us for our for our schooling. So that's why we just dropped out from school. Then. Our elder brother went to the to to this to this parkway, so thank God he entered in Italy, so he's where he is right now. Yeah, uh, I can like I remember like the never again. Still now, like I I don't know, but the government are not serious about it. They are not serious about it at all. Yeah, so. They need to help us a lot. They need to help we victims a lot. Yeah. So when you say help, like what exactly? What? What? How would you? How do you wish to be helped? Like you know, financial support. Yeah, financial support too. Yeah. I mean, we know that there's no amount of money that is going to be given to any victim that will bring back yeah. the life that has been lost. Yeah. But also, I feel like there there needs to be that financial support immunity because you guys dropped out of school, and I don't know what you want to become or what at the time when it happened, what you had in mind to say when I graduate high school, this is what I want to do. And I feel like from a very young age, you were robbed off of that. And so, that is a big loss. Um, that is a big loss. Maybe you can tell us how old you are and what you wanted to become from when you were a kid. Right. Yeah, how old you are now, and when you were a child, what did you want to become? Yeah, right now I'm 28. Yeah, the time I was 11 years old. At time, um, for me, like I, I just want to study law. That is my main aim to be. But 
God. <laughs> there is no support. There is no support. Yeah, there is no support. So you would say you still want to go to school? Yeah, if I have the chance. So you're going to say it on the mic? Because my voice is going to go out so you can say it. Yeah, like uh, if I have the support, I would like to go back to school. Yeah. So tell us about your mom. Yeah, my mom. My mom, she is there too, but she is not like, she is not strong enough. She is not strong enough. Yeah, she is not strong enough. How do you think she um, took the news? Did she ever find out of what happened? No, I'm the one who told her that, like, our dad is not alive. Then she said, what happened? Then I explained all the stories to her. So, she always, she also feel bad. She also feel bad too. But she can bring him back because he have gone already. So, the only thing is like, you know, it's only prayers. Pray for him, let his soul rest in peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything that you wish for, what would that be regarding your dad? Do you wish that he was alive and... Yeah, I, I wish he was alive. We we are not going to be like this. We are not going to drop out from school or like how the compound is right now. I wish he was with us so that, you know, we can be... We can be a happy family but what God said nobody can stop it so do you ever feel that you are you were discriminated you or your family regarding your dad just disappearing right that, like that no no would you say your the community members were very supportive or did they even know as well I don't think so I don't think so. Yeah, because one of our uncle in Bakote, the time, you know, they were searching for the, uh, the, the, I don't know, something like that. Like, he heard, like, there were, you know, disappearance, disappearance of some armies. Mm-hmm. Then he went to the army, uh, army camp. Then uh, some in his report to them, they, they were sergeant. So then, fortunately, after they call him, that they say like there is a junglers, they have cut, so they they are in this prison right now. It is time he went there. He, he realized that that uh, this guy was there, Mali Jada, Mali Jada telling all the stories. So. At the time, also, one of my cousins called me and told me, Dad, do you hear about the death of your dad? I said, no. He said, your dad is not alive. That is the time, you know. I went to see Aisha. By the time, she, the office was at Koto. That's where I went and I registered. So, we was following the case until now. Yeah. 
have you received any form of reparation any form of like help in any way yeah yeah but they don't give her all they just give her half do you have any final thing that you want to say yeah all i want to say we need justice yeah we need justice we need to fight for justice yeah thank you very much ibrahima for sharing your story i know it can be very heavy having to lose a parent especially your dad who's like the breadwinner must be really really hard i can't tell you that i understand but i do hope that that justice is served and that again i'll just thank you for sharing because we want more people to come out and share their stories there's a lot of people out there who have not told their stories and we believe that every story matters so again thank you so much and hopefully together we can fight for justice for all of the victims who are alive or dead thank you Thank you.